we, we don't need to be lectured by uh, his ministers. We need to uh, talk about things that matter for people in each of our provinces. 8.03 here on this Thursday. That is Premier Doug Ford uh, talking to the media after saying that uh, he was not, there was a good chance he was not going to attend tomorrow's first premier's meeting, uh, first minister's meeting in Montreal, if in fact the agenda hadn't been changed to address some of the needs and concerns of he and a number of other uh, premiers. And it gives a, the prime minister just a taste of what he might be in store for tomorrow. And the bottom line is none of these premiers, or many of them, I shouldn't say none of them, but most of them are not thrilled with the agenda that was set. And in fact, the Alberta premier and Saskatchewan premier had to uh, write an open letter urging the prime minister to address the issues that are literally threatening our entire uh, economy. And finally, the prime minister's office relented. But the fact is, why did they have to ask? But you will recall the past last prime minister, Stephen Harper, he didn't go to these meetings. He didn't like them. He didn't like getting yelled at. So he skipped them. And I got to be thinking tonight, maybe Justin Trudeau's regretting and saying, gee, maybe that's why he didn't go. Let's bring in David Aiken to this conversation. Of course, he is our chief political correspondent uh, for Global News and knower of all things political in Ottawa. Hello there. Yeah, that's that's me. I uh, <laughs> Montreal about to watch. You know, uh, which is a cage match, uh, <laughs> rock'em, sock'em, knock'em, drag'em. Hey, this could be one of the most interesting meetings. Like, no one watches these. We don't even generally talk about them, and we are talking about them. Yeah, and I mean, to be honest, I think at the end of the day, yeah. it's going to be a lot of smoke, not as much fire as we think. But listen, on this issue of Ford, so we have obviously we've been in touch with Ford's office all day mm-hmm. because uh, the issue there is the agenda. Yep. And I'll be frank with you, Alex, it's, yeah, it's the agenda, and the agenda is, it's Catherine McKenna. Listen, you know, you she's the environment minister. Oh, yeah. She gets called names by many on the mm-hmm. right. She really rubs a lot of folks up on the right, Doug Ford supporters, that, for whatever reason, that she's a woman, that she's got blonde hair, that she's the one pushing the carbon tax, you name it. Doug Ford doesn't want to sit there and get lectured by Catherine McKenna. Now, that said, uh, and not only that, Catherine McKenna, Bill Morneau, they don't want to sit there and have Bill Morneau say, we're doing a great job and how wonderful we are. That's not what Ford and many other premiers are into. The PMO says, this is Trudeau's gang, says, listen, these ministers are showing up. They're going to speak for five minutes max, just updating premiers on stuff premiers talked about the last time the premiers met. That's the PMO line. So um, Ford and Trudeau met this afternoon. They had a one-on-one, about 30 minutes or so, closed doors. And after that, I asked Ford's folks, I said, well, is he feeling good? Is he, you know, because Ford was going to tell the prime minister, listen, we, we want to just talk with you. We don't want all these ministers. And I, I'm pretty sure Ford is going to stick through the day tomorrow. Oh, I get the sense that he's going to go, yeah. But we'll see, because here's, they're leaving the door open. I'll, I'll read you exactly what I'm getting from Ford's office, that um, we remain hopeful the prime minister will see fit to change the agenda to reflect the concerns of premiers. That's in a direct question. Is he staying? And that is at 6 p.m. tonight. Okay. So that's Ford still leaving a crack of the door open right now Ford, the whole gang, Trudeau, they're off at a Greek restaurant in Trudeau's riding. <laughs> Throwing like, dishes at each other. <laughs> yeah. It, well, this is just let's guys, let's have dinner. Let's just, you know, talk about the Leafs, the Canadians. I mean, I don't know what, um, maybe not the least tonight, I asked the you're down down in Detroit, but uh, but they're having some souvlaki and trying to be a little social, and then they'll get down to it tomorrow. And the way the day works, so if we're, we're going to look for fireworks, 
the pre the prime minister starts really early, like seven in the morning. He meets with indigenous leaders and then the premiers join the prime minister and indigenous leaders. And this has been done before. And uh, that happens at 830. And they talk for about 90 minutes. And then it's just the premiers and the prime minister from 10 o'clock on. So if Doug Ford wants to, I don't know, uh, be a little showboat, maybe he leaves early. I mean, Donald Trump left the G7 early. Why wouldn't Doug Ford say, you know, he can make his point. He's, he's carried us along. And, you know, at, at 10 o'clock uh, comes by, uh, McKenna, Morneau, uh, Dominic LeBlanc, and other ministers stand up, make the presentation. Uh, Ford says, listen, can we cut to the chase and talk turkey? And Trudeau says, no, I don't know, lunchtime. Ford uh, does some grand or he sticks it out. You know, I mean, uh, and he might not be alone. I mean, it's not like he's the only premier that's ticked off. Notley's not happy. Moe's not happy. I mean, they're not happy. You're absolutely right. Rachel Notley, um, you know, who four years ago at the first first minister's meeting that Trudeau called, you could have put Notley on the side of the allies of the prime minister. Not anymore. She's hopping mad. um, And and she's saying so today. And you're right. There's a lot of these 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 premiers want to talk about stuff. That is important to them. So, I mean, let's go through the list. We got Notley saying, I'm buying a bunch of rail cars and locomotives because I'm trying to move oil. Can you help, Prime Minister? And he's, eh, I don't know. And the reason, of course, they need to buy all those trains because, old Prime Minister, you have an increase in pipeline capacity. In the meantime, what else are you doing for Alberta? So she's coming here. she got a laundry list of stuff. Scott Moe from Saskatchewan, same deal. He's upset over natural resources, the price of oil, the carbon tax. Of course, he's in court, and he'll be in court first. In uh, early next year, Ford is yep. suing on the carbon tax, but not till later. Blaine Higgs, the brand new mm-hmm. conservative leader for New Brunswick, suing Trudeau on the carbon tax. And then we got Quebec and Ontario teamed up over the bill for yep. all the refugees who've walked across the border, right? Hundreds of millions of dollars. So there's just, uh, you know, Dwight Ball from Newfoundland Labrador is going to show up. He wants money from the feds to help with the Lower Churchill Development Project. I'll tell you, you know the old Seinfeld show, you know, Festivus, the listing of the grievances? <laughs> yeah. Well, this is Festivus right here in Montreal these due days. Yeah, I mean, Stephen Harper had his share of issues with the premiers. I mentioned that he used to skip this meeting. Have you, is it as, con- like yeah, has it been as cantankerous as this? I mean, have you ever seen um, a, this number of premiers ticked off at, at the PMO? No, I mean, I guess you might have to, gosh, I can't remember when, where everybody has got, you know, a beef, basically. Um, it, you know, of course, this is Trudeau's fourth. Uh, Harper, I think, had one maybe in 06. I think he just had one and said, heck with it. I'm not doing these. <laughs> and Harper would Harper would just phone up premiers. And Or, or you remember when yes. uh, you know, Jim Flaherty had to adjust on uh, the health transfer of the province? He didn't have a meeting. He just told them, you're getting this. Yeah. But, but I also remember when Harper actually met with Kathleen Wynne, and it was about as frosty. I mean, it, you could eat a, a oh, yeah. snowbank that was warmer than that meeting. Well, and you know what? Don't forget, Harper and Dalton McGinty certainly wouldn't be pals politically, yeah. but when the when the big fiscal crisis happened in 2009, they knew they were swinging together. And so they made sure they worked together to, uh, you know, soften the blow of the 08-09 fiscal crisis. So, okay, so let me stop you, know, you there then. Yeah. Why don't you hear that kind of language from the prime minister? Because the frustration is, you know, he was in Alberta last week mm-hmm. and Notley put the requested for rail cars then. And then I, I read an article tonight, you know, he's come out late today saying, well, yeah, we can talk about rail cars and EI for, for hurting oil workers. And I think, well, why did you say that last week? Like, it's, I feel like they're making this up as they go along. There might be an element of that. On the rail car issue, I think, uh, to be honest, th- there is a concern that by the time you get it, you order, you place the things, you know, we're talking a year before you might have that more train capacity. Sure. And if everything goes smoothly, I mean, there's a lot of parts, you could be actually expanding that pipeline by the time you'd have the rail cars. I mean, 
there's consultations and I know there's things get gummed up, but you know, I think that's the hope, honest to God, believe it or not, of the Trudeau government. They hope to be like shovels in the ground come springtime. But a hope, we'll we can't run a country on hope. That that's uh, the problem. You can't run a country on hope. Well, and more more worrisome. I mean, you you know, we, we might that whole pipeline capacity thing might be less of an issue if the price of oil wasn't like cratering right now, right? Yeah. And those are the price of oil is not something any government can control. Notley's doing her best by, you know, basically throttling back on the taps. And we have seen a little bit of the differential uh, shrink. So there's there's problems. And, and you know, the, the, this is the prime minister is facing an election year. And this is one of the weird things here, Alex, is that the liberal brain trust that I talked to, they think that a gang of grumpy premiers is great sure. for Trudeau. He's Mr. Sunny Ways. They're the angry premiers. And that plays well for the, the, the Trudeau and the liberal brand. Right, but it's at the cost of the country, and that's what I think pisses oh, people yeah. off. Because now you're politicking, and and you're you're dividing the country. And there's some very very big issues. There's tariffs that have been in now for months, crippling oh, yeah. the economy. And and just now, the Trudeau Liberals are looking into how are they, you know, getting rid of it. It's well, no, you're absolutely right. There's like you said, there's a zillion problems. But the the way that I mean, politicians are going to politic, right? I mean, whether it's good times or bad times, it's what they do, right or left or whatever. And the thing right now is that Doug Ford and Scott Moe from Saskatchewan, and, and for those in Ontario who don't know Scott Moe and Amazon, yeah. he's a big boy, you know, rural Saskatchewan guy, carrying on the conservative tradition of Brad Wall, but he's like he, he's like a Brad Wall was sort of, you know, regular-sized guy. Scott's a big tight end yeah. of a football player. And, and he is, like, absolutely not mincing words when it comes to the carbon tax and Trudeau. And, uh, you know, certainly Ford and Moe, they had a meeting themselves tonight, Ford, Moe, and the new guy in New Brunswick, Blaine Higgs. And they, they I think, see eye to eye to eye. But here's the thing. If they're the anti-Trudeau champions, and right now I look around the country and go, yeah. But what about Andrew Scheer? Andrew Scheer is seen, even by conservatives I talked to in Parliament Hill, as a bit of the junior partner in the conservative universe. And wait till Jason Kenney, you know, becomes premier in Alberta, right? Then, so Scheer... You know, Shear's Shear's got to start acting like Shear. He's just got to he's just got to just stop being so so cautious. It's driving me nuts. The the ballot question, the conservatives tell me the ballot question has got to be Shear or Trudeau. And if it is Shear or Trudeau, Shear's got a chance. If the ballot question in Ontario is Trudeau or or Ford, you know, advantage Trudeau. There's a poll out tonight from Ecos. Say what you want about polls Mm -hmm. that show that Doug is having trouble getting approval of outside his base. And we probably knew that. Um, you know, he's had a rocky bit of start. There's been some stumbles here, scandals there. Um, fine. Uh, and he's as polarizing a character, perhaps, as Trudeau is. But right now in Ontario, particularly in Toronto, you know, it's still eh, Trudeau over Ford uh, for the, the vote rich. That's where it sits now. I mean, things can change and things certainly will change. But um, but this is this is the backdrop for this particular uh, first minister's meeting. Ford wants to get stuff done in his first year. It's really interesting. They, they, Trudeau and Ford, they had a one-on-one today, okay? Yeah. 30, I think I mentioned 30 minutes closed mm-hmm. doors. So, you know, you've done these photo ops. You go in for the first few minutes and they talk for 30 seconds and then you get kicked out as a reporter. So uh, what do they talk about? Well, Ford wasn't going to miss the opportunity. He goes, Justin, I'm really good to see you. I really have to looking forward to talk about that car job killing carbon tax, <laughs> right? It's like number one complaint Ford has. He brings it up right away. Of course. And Trudeau, Trudeau doesn't miss a beat. He, I mean, we're in Montreal, so Trudeau opens up speaking to Doug. 
in, in French. French. <laughs> right? Yeah. And what's the point he's trying to make there? Yeah. You and your cutting francophone services, yeah. right? Which has hurt the federal conservatives, believe me. Well, that, that that's a made-up controversy, if I've ever. I know you, you won't well, agree right. with me on that, but that, oh, that is right. not a crisis. That was a stupid it's move by Ford, but... But, but yeah. you know the arts cuts that Harper yep. engaged in yep. way back in 06? Yep. Pennies, really. But it galvanized a, a, sure. a, an electorate, and it was... It was a dumb strategic move, and I, just as I think the, the the francophone thing was a dumb strategic move. It, it's not saving a lot of money. Yes, I know the university wasn't going to be built. I'm talking about the, yeah. the commissioner or whatever. It wasn't. Gonna, it's going to save pennies, and for what? For what? All the grief that's been. For, yeah, it's now. not paying for the political strife. They're paying. Yeah, I get that. They kicked a hornet's nest. They shouldn't, but uh, they didn't need to do that. Yeah. Anyhow, so I'm. So so Ford's got to get stuff done, and and he's. I mean. You know, he, he wants to make the point that uh, if we're going to have investment in Ontario, we're going to do something to get a, a new mission. I mean, what, forget about General Motors closing. When's the last time any car plant in Ontario got a new mandate, got a new vehicle line to build? Yeah. It's been ages. Well, How's that going to happen? How, how are we going to get Toyota or Honda or whoever say, build another car here? Well, Ford says, first off, that carbon tax ain't going to help. Electricity costs are still too high. You know, there's a whole laundry list of things that he wants to blame either Trudeau for or keep blaming Wynn for. Well, that won't go on forever, but nonetheless, it'll be interesting. We'll uh, catch up with it tomorrow, and I appreciate you joining us. Yeah, for sure. Thanks, David. Okay, thanks, Alex. Have a great night. You as well. Um, So, yeah, we will follow that issue and uh, bring it to you as we get the details. I'd love to be that. uh, I'd love to be that Greek restaurant. Opa! Mm. Here on point, I'm Alex Pearson. This is Global News Radio.